Ba-dum. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done this in two weeks, which is we're obviously we're bad at we it have now. Forgotten. It's we're not good at podcasting anymore. Sorry, we lost it. Yeah, hit unsubscribe. You might as well just throw this podcast in the trash file. Throw your whole phone in the trash. Cancel us and this podcast for my own sanity. Oof. <laughs> wow, Lillian is working on another podcast, so for her, this is just... This is old fucking... This is care. an old worn shoe. This is like before the Craigslist posting of the Pina Colada couple. You know what I mean? The personals ad. <laughs> before Craigslist. If you like... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like getting like caught... And, the, and then you see the ad and you respond. Oh, wouldn't that be sad if you responded to it and it was like, then the guy wrote back and was like, I actually rekindled my relationship with my wife. <laughs> no, that incredible. is the point of the song. No, I know, but I'm saying that's from a third sure, person. Sure, the third <laughs> person was like, that sounds exactly what I'm looking for. And then, um, yeah. This is FOH, a service industry podcast that we provide for you every week. The service is the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And here we are together. Once again. Welcome to fall. Programming. Pro- yes. Summer programming is over. Thanks for bearing with us while we fumbled our way through a sweaty season of podcast episodes. And now we're back with facts, with figures. It's Virgo season. It's Virgo season. My brain, I'm taking some time off drinking. Barely any, but I'm trying. You know, yeah. sharpen that tool. That, Yeah. Get it to a, a Ticonderoga pencil is going to be. Yeah. It's so pointy. This <laughs> Virgo season, back to school. Yeah, yeah. I love back to school season. I love spooky season. I love everything that's coming up. I'm very excited. Sure. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, service stories. Uh, you take it away. I'll take it away. Um, so this actually kind of, it, it's a summer season related service story that was too many s's i mm-hmm. apologize no, no, no. The you did fine unintentional alliteration <laughs> <laughs> yikes um we have uh, a little patio seating outside where i work and like as all restaurants uh filth and food are so close to get like do you know what i mean like the trash is right outside. Yeah. Along. Especially in New York, it's like any patio is like you're abutting. Right. Garbage. Pure all, at urban all times. hell. Yeah, it's going to be like a screeching demon close to you and garbage no matter where you are in the city. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> something's been happening that I find to be absolutely hilarious, but everyone else is deeply disturbed by which is that five large raccoons. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Yes. <laughs> yes. Have just been trotting out single file. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sort of every evening, uh, you know, to kind of scamper about and ap- literally approach tables, which. <laughs> they like. For the they hold out their little hands, which <laughs> is so cute and funny to me. Um, I'm also from Florida. My uncle had a pet raccoon. To me, they're just part of the family, you know. Of course, invite them on over for dinner. I say, but 
That is a liability. You know, they get rabies, you know. Um, those guys don't have rabies. No, those guys are cute. They just want a little supper, you know. They just want a little, they're just little guys. I really love them. Anyways, but one of them, all of the managers are very freaked out about it and are like very upset. Um, and it's just really hard for me to take a raccoon problem seriously. If it were rats, I would be like, oh my God, this is fucked up. But it's like literal teddy bears like rolling around outside. I just, I love it. No, they're so cute. And then the other night, I, <laughs> I like literally just like walked away from the bar. I was like, peace. I got to go check out this raccoon situation. And there is a rat, I mean, a, a raccoon. <laughs> they're so fat and cute. Just kind of scrambling to get up into a tire wheel. And then this woman was like taking pictures of it, like who had been at a table and one of the managers was like, okay, ma'am, you have to, can you not, can you just, and everyone's. Don't encourage him. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's freaking out while I'm just like, look at this fat little guy trying to scramble. I love it. Love it. Anyways, it's very cartoonish and uh, it's a funny problem. Yeah. Raccoons are a, a true delight. I mean. We can I all would, unite behind that message. Yeah. I just little say, hands. They're, look at little hands. Little you hands. Know? Might as well, you know, I don't know. I love it. Ugh. Really love it. Anyways, Wonderful. great stuff. Great little co- comedic relief. Yes, of course. Yeah. You can do that. But, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I don't have a service story, but I do have a note about the podcast um, for the listeners, which is I don't usually listen to the episodes after they come out, but someone mentioned something that had happened like two episodes ago, the recession episode, and so I chose to listen to that episode. And... <laughs> This is for everyone who messages in all the time, constantly saying that our voices sound alike, which I've never thought to be true, but I will say I was listening to it and I was like, did we do a bit where we said each other's names on this episode, introducing ourselves? And then I was like, no. What? It really was like, I thought we were doing a bit. Like What? The way that we both said our names, I they flippy floppy to me. Oh, interesting. I know. So I have a little more sympathy for you guys now. Wow. I know. Maybe it was just the intonation. It was the episode where you were on the floor. <laughs> so maybe like my attitude is on the floor. Oh. And then when you were actually on the floor. Right. You know, something there. Psychically, we sort of. Yeah. Is that anything? It could be. Yeah. The energy shift. The energy shift. Exactly. Oh my God. What a bizarre fucking couple of weeks. Yes. It certainly has been. <laughs> it certainly has been. Oh my God. Help us. Anyways. Anyway. Um, yeah. So sometimes it happens. Yeah. So I, I have a little more sympathy for you guys now that, okay. yeah, maybe our voices do sound kind of similar. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, sure. Sure. Imagine this podcast is one person. I don't know. Who yeah, cares? No, don't. That's like a Sybil kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever say- Imagine I'm Sally Field and she's Sally Field. I had such a crush on the clown guy in that uh, movie. She falls in love with a guy who performs as a clown in the park. And as a kid, I saw that and I said, that's the kind of guy I see myself with. Wow. You know, so. A clown guy. I'm going to have to look him up after and see if he was actually hot. He must have been kind of actually hot. The irony is that now every man in Brooklyn is taking a clowning class and I am fucking all of them. That's not something that I want to (laughs) know. Kelly just put her hands up. (laughs) Um, 
God. Light a candle for Kelly tonight. <laughs> Please, guys. <laughs> I need your prayers. <laughs> All right. Let's... What the fuck are we talking about, Kelly and Sullivan? Oh, what the fuck are we talking about? rick a rick On this Labor Day. Oh, yeah, it is Labor Day. Yeah. Comrades. Um, comrades. Um... We're talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, best reveal of all time. (laughs) I was like trying in my head to like come up really quickly with a joke about like bread and roses but then I realized that like breaded roses it wasn't gonna come together in time so I was like scrap it (laughs) scrap it just say it Solomon just say it um yeah if you have been on the internet or sort of in this world you have heard about the Popeye's chicken sandwich phenomenon that ruined our country and delighted many for a few few short weeks yeah. Days? It was a few weeks, I yeah, think. Yeah, a few weeks. Okay, a few weeks. Um, I got one. I had one. Kelly got one of the sandwiches, and... Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I will say, like, when I was eating it, I was like, okay, this is like a pretty conventional fried chicken sandwich, spicy mayo pickles. But then, for literally the next, like, four days, I was like, I have to have one of those. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I didn't, because they're 700 calories. Which is so fucked up it's like it was when i read that number i was like how did they even do that how is that yeah they just like (laughs) syringed calories that don't even taste like anything into the sandwich how does that even fucking work it's white meat chicken right which is right bread and mayo and pickles the breading it must be the breading oh is it like a brioche kind of thing it's like a yeah but i mean i don't know anyway so anyway so i didn't get it again but I was like, this will be part of my repertoire. Not in the least because it's three ninety nine, which yeah. is a damn steal. I think steal. that was really the the one of the one of the defining factors in what made this such oh, a fucking crazy thing. Three ninety nine for a sandwich is such a good deal. Yeah, that's crazy. Nothing's three ninety nine. <clears throat> no. Um. So I was like, this is gonna be this is going to be part of my life yeah. is what I thought. I thought we were starting a partnership. You know, I feel the rug has been pulled out from under me. It's like, um, it's like romantic. It's, yeah. there's a certain romantic element. Like a lie was told. You that got ghosted. I got ghosted by yeah. the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. Um, I think it's really, really, it's a fascinating thing that happened. The rise in the, the meteoric rise and fall. Oh, flash in the pan. I God. I mean, this is gonna, you know, marketing, this is going to be in the textbooks of marketing for forever. sure. For sure. Forever. Hall of Famer. Oh, if you're getting an MBA in the next, you're going to be doing fucking deep studies on the Popeye's chicken sandwich of 2019. Absolutely. Um, a big part of it was Twitter. Black Twitter. Right. And uh, so, yeah, it's all, it's like a lot of layers in this situation. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. very interesting. I want to say real quick, I was looking up some facts about the Popeye's chicken franchise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Itself. And like, I didn't really know, because I will say quick personal story about Popeye's for me personally, as a, as a young (laughs) Southern child. Sure. 
one of my favorite things in the whole world coming from a semi-white trash family was the Popeye's biscuit. Of course. It was my favorite fast food. Mm -hmm. And as a child, my parents told me later that they had to, when we would drive down the highway, they would have to distract me so that if, if I saw the Popeye's sign and we didn't stop, there would be a full tantrum. So it was sort of... That bis I I have it's very visceral to me the Popeye stuff yeah the biscuits for sure. fucking delicious yeah it's delicious it's it's a rock in your stomach but it's great um anyways Popeye started by a white man in Louisiana named Al Copeland who sounds like the best kind of best slash worst kind of Louisiana character of course like living law like one of the, you know what I mean like. He had three marriages and put his third wife. Just yeah, cra- like oh, a crazy, crazy dude that was fired sort of... by my own mother, who's had four marriages and is from so, Louisiana. There you go, bedfellows. <laughs> yeah, kindred <laughs> spirits. Yeah, grew up, um, grew up in the projects. Didn't graduate high school. Fucking, eventually came to own like a donut store and then started this fucking fried chicken chain. Um, and I also was like, in my head, I was like, how the fuck did they get licensing for pop? Like, I didn't understand the Popeye's thing. And then I remembered, I knew this already, but I've forgotten that it's actually named. <laughs> it started in 1972, named after the character from the French connection, uh, like Jimmy Popeye Dowd or Doyle or something, who is the most racist character. Have you seen The French Connection, that movie? Uh-uh. It's, so, it's one of my favorite movies. But um, so funny. The character is a detective who just says the N-word the entire fucking movie, and it's like, <laughs> really? Like, it's his wh- only dialogue. Like, while, while we were watching it, I was like, I, this, I watched it recently, and I was like, God, this is tough. Just like a really corrupt cop who just like, beats up black people and says the n-word and i'm like oh really really a sweet sort of you know nod to that character to name your fucking <laughs> like what the fuck that is really weird um anyways but it is of course since sort of expanded into its own thing that was the 70s this is now you know what i mean um but also recently was acquired by a merger mm-hmm for like billions of dollars. Yeah, now it's part of like restaurants branded international. It's like a Canadian company. Which is like so <laughs> like whenever you read like a name like that, you're like something it's, bad. It's really is afoot. bad. Really bad stuff. Any like generic name, just like brands shopping goodbye. Like that kind of like <laughs> brand name is like so dark. International <laughs> restaurant yeah. brand. You're Ooh. like, Whoa. Yeah, there's definitely like a weird plant kind of that you go into. Yeah. Kind of one of those 80s movies with some sort of, intri- you know, yeah. intrigue. Intrigue for sure. There's intrigue. War, there's a war games kind of situation oh, going yeah, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. was the really bad fake war games movie with, like, Corey Haim and uh, Cynthia Nixon? Mm, I don't know it. It's really bad. Anyway, I would love to watch those two kind of play off each other. <laughs> <laughs> she's always been the nerdy teen in wow. everything. Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. Anyways. So anyways, that's a little bit of background. Not that it really matters, but I always find those things sort of interesting. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Set the stage. Um, But anyways. But basically, as we might, as we all know now, the Popeye's chicken sandwich was not long for this world. 
Yeah, well, so the brands, the Popeyes CEO said that they had anticipated like really high demand yeah. and the demand superseded even what they had anticipated, which is like, is that true? Like, right, I, you know right. what I mean? Like, it's like, it's definitely a question of like that. Is this part of the marketing in and of itself? Is the like running out and like Of course. You know? Yeah. Well they I don't think they could have anticipated quite no. the fever pitch. It is really crazy to me though that they were like, We actually just ran out of chicken and I was like, How the fuck does that happen? Like they were oh, like also like you sorry, there's other chicken still in the restaurant. I, like the restaurant's still open. Yeah, like I don't understand. I don't understand how that happens, but I, I also don't understand, like, corporate business. Like, I don't know how the fuck that stuff works. But, right. Uh, I mean, you might think Lillian would know <laughs> a lot about that, but she doesn't. Not the case. Um, but. I definitely I, think it was always going to be a limited run. Sure. Like, I definitely think they were always planning to be like, it'll be back. Like a McRib type. Yeah. I mean, also, I read that they were like, we're, we're building specific like chicken sandwich machines to be implemented in the rest in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. I also think I was reading on Vox, they interviewed a manager of a Popeye's in like Milwaukee, I think. And she was saying that the breast, like the piece of meat, it's one breast. Right. It's like such a large piece of meat. It does take like seven minutes to fry. I think that's part of it too, is like, that's, that's, for the pickup time at a fast right. food, That's seven minutes is a long time. It's a long time. Um, a lot of, I mean, I've seen a ton of footage. I feel like if you're on the internet a lot, like like we are, you've mm-hmm. seen it. But Unfortunately. I, we all need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was one woman in particular who sort of became a meme, like a, a dejected, like a, a exhausted worker yeah. from K, uh, I said from KFC, not, <laughs> nope, um, from Popeye's, um, sort of sitting on a bench and people were, um, which a lot of people were using, a lot of people were using that me like that picture as a meme. And, uh, it also like, a lot of backlash over that because everyone was like, that's super fucked up and sad that someone is like, like that's a, that's the thing that like you don't think about that most people don't think about with these things is like the toll it takes on the people. Like it's still fucking people making this food. Yeah. And everyone's angry. Everyone's impatient over a fucking sandwich and people are like working overtime. People are fucking like, it's one of those things too, where it's like, if you've never worked in any, I mean, I've never worked fast food before, but like, even at a restaurant, if you're like, yeah, this is when my shift's supposed to be over and it's fucking mobbed. You're like, oh, I'm not going to leave. Like I can't, yeah. I either can't leave because my manager's saying I can't leave yeah, or I'm not going to leave my friends to get absolutely fucked. Yeah. And so like, again, I, a, a corporate fast food thing is a, it's a culture and a workplace that I don't really know, but I mean, I just know that people were working so fucking hard under terrible conditions and people like angry, impatient people with lines. I like, that's so fucking stressful and so fucked up. And yeah. like the demands that were put on them is, is not humane. And like, that's, that's one of the many consequences of shit like this. And it's just like, it's really, really, truly makes me so deeply sad to see that. It's like, yeah, it's, it's also like the restaurants we work in, 
obviously because of tips, you the get busier more money, it right. is, you get more money. That's not true in a fast food environment. So it's like people who are like, not only like working really hard, but because it's like, because so much of the rise of the sandwich is like the internet. And so they are being like memed and people are being filmed without their consent. And yep. people are like, there are like pranks going on and because, and people are ordering 30 sandwiches at a time. And like, you know what I mean? Like all of this stuff, this additional stuff besides just like right. being at work. Right. And you're still getting $10 an hour. Yeah. It's so fucked yeah, up. It's so fucked up. I actually saw a ton. There were a ton of footage from places that I've lived in Florida. Like I kept, <laughs> I kept, I kept seeing all of these videos that were like Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> like I drove all the way from Lakeland. I was like, okay, like a lot. I was like, oh, my old home, home country kind of heavily featured on the like, now this style bullshit. On like, <laughs> now this. Oh my God. I would love to see a now this video. <laughs> about this i'm sure they made one i'm just not up with no, this no, these no. days this woman that business insider interviewed in newark new jersey said that she just quit in the middle of making two sandwiches because she was like that added demand increased the amount of work tenfold and i still get paid next to nothing yeah and she said she just like walked out that's and that's what it is it's like even i mean Working retail is not at all the same thing, but it's it's that same thing of like when I worked retail, I was like, I don't want anyone to walk in this store. Yeah, I don't want anyone to fucking because I get paid the same amount. Yeah, I'm not gonna come. I wasn't working at like high end. Like I get paid There's an no, like, hour. Yeah, I got paid twelve, fifteen dollars an hour. I'm like, I don't want anyone coming in here because I don't want to do that. It yeah. sucks. So imagine just like the most fucked up day you've had at work longest hours you've had and you get paid the same it's not fucking fair yeah it sucks and then like the amount of fucking profit that these companies are getting off this shit is just like it's unconscionable it's like absolute criminal activity yeah and these jobs are physically taxing so physically taxing they're emotionally taxing you like and it's also like i think people just don't think about i mean like how much a like no matter what you do your work follows you home but like literally like if you work in fast food like you go home you smell like it like it's just like demoralizing of course and people are never there's not conversation there's not connections being i mean i'm sure sometimes there are but for the most part it's it's the amount of people you can get through you're you're fast you're being timed i mean every time like the worker, my, my stepdad worked for McDonald's when my, when my mom was married to him and, um, he was a manager there and it was like, you get time. Like you're like, how many, how many minutes are you spending per guest? How yeah. many, there's clocks ticking on every single interaction and yeah. that's how much. And so like, as a manager, you're like, how long does it take for each interaction? How long yeah. does each sandwich take? Like everything is like money, 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 like pinching pennies, pinching late. It's, it's all of that fucking shit and everyone's stressed out. It's so fucking hectic. I mean, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And then to put like, that's already there. And then to put this added, like, it's also, I think, um, there was an article that, um, Megan Reynolds wrote on Jezebel that I thought was like, 
Ooh, Jezebel throwback. Yeah, baby. Throwback reference. Um, I thought this was a really um they turned down a pitch of mine. It's fine. It's um, fine. It's no big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah. But this is a really good article and everyone should check it out. It's called The Last Popeye's Chicken Sandwich in America. And um and she was just talking about the she, this is what she says. Expressing shock that the beautifully crispy hash brown potato puck from McDonald's sells for one dollar expressing shock that it's actually good is willfully short-sighted fast food tastes good because that is its primary purpose disputing that fact and expressing wonderment that a national chain restaurant could achieve culinary excellence is disingenuous and unnecessarily elitist Mm. and it's like that's like what was going that's like such a huge part of like at least from like our social position like white women in brooklyn like that was like a huge part of it was people being like, oh my God, can you believe I'm like eating a Popeye sandwich? And it's like to put that too onto like the workers of like you being like, I'm, I'm taking a dip in the pool here is like so fucked up for sure. Like, yeah. And it's, it's that, that it's, I mean, and not only that, like, I saw people posting that were like, oh, my God, like, after, like, hiring three different Uber Eats people to, like, get my chicken sandwich to me, like, I finally got one. I'm like, oh, my God, like, the amount of fucking labor that's being, like, like unbelievable to get somebody to bring you a fast food sandwich. They're like, yeah, after this guy biked, and I saw someone post that they had someone bike an hour across a borough to get them a chicken sandwich. And I was like, I, this is, like so beyond the pale to me yeah it's truly disgusting and it's like i get it like we all want to like feel included and it is like it's fun to feel like we're all like unified behind like something you know i mean like that's like what the fucking super bowl is like it's not a big deal to be like i choose to participate in something that's very popular in culture Right, right right but like I think it's just, it's what we always talk about here is like the idea of everything being automatically available to you. Like what goes into that is actually so much work. Yeah. And that work is done by like poor people yeah, and people who are like specifically denied rights. Yep. Like it's, it's not incidental that you can exploit those people to get your stupid chicken right. sandwich. Right. Like I was reading about, um, which is, it's like the same thing with Popeyes, but McDonald's and why McDonald's is allowed to um, pay, like, why other fast food chains have, like, ris- like raised their wage to $15 an hour. And, like, the fight for 15 has, like, been operating in McDonald's as has been, like, fighting to raise the wages at McDonald's f- since 2012. So almost 10 years now. And McDonald's basically says because they're like individual franchises that they don't yeah. have to participate. Like they're like, that's up to each individual franchise. So they have their employees contract with the franchise rather than with the corporation. And so the franchise can say, Oh, we're a small business. Like we employ right. 30 people Right. where McDonald's employs million. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, <sighs> It's just so fucked up. And it's like, you think that you're like, this is like this cute thing, but like what the amount of like work that goes into keeping that, co- I mean, and, and 399 is like the great thing, but the amount of work that goes into 
having it be able to be that yeah. low, oh, like yeah. the lobbying and mm-hmm. the like corporation, it's just fucked it's up. It's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. <sighs> I was so stressed. It stressed me out saying lines down the block for something like that. It stresses me out. I will say that the one I went to the, the Popeye's that's under the, um, Myrtle Broadway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. JMZ stop in Brooklyn. Yeah. No one. No one. Interesting. Not a, not a wait. Went up, ordered a chicken sandwich. They were like, great. Guy behind me ordered two chicken sandwiches. They were like, no problem. <laughs> like, literally, I was just like, oh. Yeah. I And I thought, that was also so when everyone was like, oh, no, they're like selling out everywhere and they're taking it away. I was like, that just must be like, maybe like New York has a better supply, like chain of supply <laughs> or something. Like, it was just so little problem that I, I feel like I almost, you know, I, I missed the experience. You're like, Ugh, I wish I'd had to <laughs> fight a woman for a sandwich. And I wish I'd been pistol whipped on the way in. <laughs> it wasn't a problem at all. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was the planned, uh, you know, thing. Whatever. I should have documented it, I guess. Well, I didn't even take a pic or anything. I know. Well, that's not really, you know, your style. <laughs> yeah, no. Say uh, la vie. Say la vie. Yeah, it's an, inter- it's an interesting and uh, deeply troubling phenomenon, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Well, I want people to be happy. I want people to get things that they like to eat. I want things... For people to be able to afford simple pleasures, I'm, for that's sure, fine. for sure. But uh, man, I do not. I I just really was like very had a lot of empathy for just. I just really imagined someone's day via this sandwich who was working, and I was like, "Fuck, man, that's all I could." That's honestly all I could think about. Well, it's also like it's so deeply unconscionable to me that like the person there's gonna be like literally maybe a dozen people who are going to be financially rewarded for the success yeah. of this sandwich. Oh, yeah. no, it's going to exactly. be the social media interns at Popeye's. It's going to be the CEO. Yeah. It's not going to be the workers. No, never. And like, that is what's so unconscionable is like, it's great that there's like this demand for this sandwich and it's great that everyone's enjoying it. It's great that it's a good sandwich, but it's like that needs to be returned to the people who are fucking making the sandwiches. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, that's just the, the bottom line of how deeply unfair and fucked up all of this is. But, um, that's like everything, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As you guys are well aware, I'm still boycotting McDonald's. It's yes. Everyone put another notch on today for the days. We're all been counting that Kelly's uh, boycotting McDonald's. It's, that is, it's a hard one for me. It's really? a tough pill to swallow. It's very funny to me. I love McDonald's so much. Wow. But it's like, you know, like half of the Democrats running for president are boycotting McDonald's. I won't be bested by like no. the likes of Julian Castro. Aw. You know? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> He's the one we're really uh, going, yeah, going after, after right now. Yeah. Um, I think he dropped out already. Yeah. Who cares? Um, yeah, I just think like if a presidential candidate has like better politics than me, it says something bad about yeah, my politics. No, you're know? right. Yeah, that's true. Um, sadly, sadly, yes. God. Anyways. Um, yeah. Well, 
Um, I, I mean, I hope they bring the sandwich back. Sure. I mean, I hope that they, you know, find a way to make it, uh... Exactly. In a... In yeah. a... I hope it's, like, a slower rollout, and I also hope people just realize... I mean, I think that's part of the... Part of the growing problem... I mean, it's always... Fast food workers have always been dehumanized. That's kind of the nature of fast food, but... Um... But I think even more when you add the element of an internet sensation and you're going in almost like, it's almost like you're still on the internet when you're engaging with this stuff, right? Because you're like, it's such a born, born of the internet. Yeah. And then you go to a real place, but you're like, I'm getting this thing that says since like a fucking thing and you don't fucking see what's going i mean that's not everybody i'm not i'm not trying to generalize but i think that adds sort of an an extra layer to it yeah well it's just like when you are participating in documenting it and right right you know and you're yeah you're seeing it all through a camera lens in this weird way yeah um i hope they're able to bring it back in a way that's just and that everyone like respects the people who are making it and they're able to bring it back in a way that it's just becomes like a normal thing and yeah. You know, like, it's just a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess it's good if, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A doesn't have the market anymore. Sure. That's that's good. I know, but then I read that Chick-fil-A's profits were up, like, double digits no. last year. So I don't even think, I don't think all of this is going to take down. I saw a man have a heart attack in a Chick-fil-A one time. Oh, I've only been to a Chick-fil-A once, and it was in a mall. It wasn't a great experience. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is huge down south. Yeah, I, like, went to one in a mall in Indianapolis, and I was like, is this... Everyone's freaking out about this? Yeah, I mean, the waffle waffle fries are good. Yeah. If you like that kind of thing. Which I do. (laughs) Which? I do. Um, You saw a man have a heart attack. Yeah. Very dramatic. It's very... It's, again, a little on the nose. Yeah. On the nose you know, for sure. You don't need to be seeing that in a fast food restaurant. But it's like being on the Hajj. If you die yeah. at a Chick-fil-A, you go straight to heaven. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's God's restaurant. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, oh, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Very cool. God's restaurant. <laughs> God's restaurant's a chain. Huh. It's a franchise. It's, it's a, a franchise. franchise. <laughs> well, that makes sense. At the Apostles, they all have their own uh, fucking uh, restaurant. Um, very cool. Well, I guess that's probably it. Yeah. Um, there's like so much that's been written about it by now. Yeah. I mean, we just want to kind of share. I think it's a, I think this was a good, uh, cross section of a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's interesting for sure. to for us. Sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, what else can we say? Um, please review, rate, and subscribe. I know we always say it, but it really does help us get to the top of the charts. Right now we're on like 242 of Canadian food podcasts, some kind of great ranking like that. You know, bump us up to 98 in Canada. Yeah. You know, oh, please. We, beg we would of you. love to get to those Canucks. That's For... what they're called, right? That yeah. wasn't some other weird slur. Sometimes I get, you know what I mean? So. Like some weird 70s thing. I don't know. I know. You know what I'm talking about? I know. About? Sometimes that happens. Like you'll just say. <laughs> like, I, was about, I can't even say it. I was going to make a joke, but I always no, say. No, but, but, but sometimes would... like you're like, oh, that's like a normal word. And then you're like, no, 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 no. no, no bad. That's not. very bad. It's very bad. Flip through the old Mad Magazine, you know? Ooh, yeah. 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 
Um, anyways, please do that. Not the racial slur, but the uh, review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribe. Please uh, throw out the old dated. <laughs> uh, say some weird slur against specifically like Vietnamese people. <laughs> What's the, there's one that's very, I feel like you can do the, because Italians used to be. Oh, Italians, everything's what, fine. What do you used to call them? Wops? Is that? Wops, Wops yeah. yeah. Wop is hilarious. That's, I think, fair game now. My One of my managers at work was like, mentioned that he was like, <laughs> I heard like sometimes there's some like racial stuff on the podcast. He doesn't listen. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And he was like, you do uh, a lot of Italian voice is what I've heard. And I was like, oh okay, my God. No. I was like. There's racial stuff on the pot. Yeah, okay. It's like, yeah, olive oil voice. Take me away, boys. <laughs> Jeez, like freaking wheeze. Uh, I think everyone's on our side with that one. Yeah. Um. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to fall content. Yeah, are you guys happy? Do you like it that we're trying to be better now? Are we good enough for you? <laughs> Daddy, am I good now? <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.